Jamark here this week. <laughs> so Jamark is back. Yep, he is. Hallelujah. Um, so Jamark, how how are we going to talk you into making this a, a more regular thing for yourself to get some regularity on your participation and appearances? Why you got to put me in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> because viewers know. That you are one of the hosts of this show and you haven't been showing up. Is it because of the day we record? Uh, it's just, it's just sometimes, it's just some, like recently I was trying to trap a bird and I got home, <laughs> I got home from work and uh, the best time to trap a bird is like six and seven o'clock, five o'clock. But, mm-hmm. but now, I, now I have a bird, so... And it, sh- it should be well, more regular. Yeah, so so you can be here more often then because you got yourself your bird. You don't I have did. to worry about that. I don't know how much I like it though. I might release it. You might release the bird. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with it? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of stinky. It smells a little bit like <laughs> skunk. Uh, it smells bad. Not not as bad as it used to, and uh, it's got small feet. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm a big feet person, and uh, <laughs> and uh, it's just kind of a pain to deal with right now. I don't know if it's just this bird's personality, if it's just yeah, you know, playing like hard to get, or if it's just <laughs> I don't know. If if it doesn't work out, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna release his butt and go find another one. Yeah, but I'll still try I'm to. Make sorry, the podcast. bird's giving you trouble, no, Mark. That's fine. That's fine. At least, at least. Wyatt, I've... how you doing? I'm doing good. Why are you interrupting me? I'm talking about birds. I was. I was, hey, I was we don't. Segway, we don't want you to seg- talk about yeah. birds way too long. I was not too long, not into too long. a good joke, and you ruined it. All right, you can't. You can't show up when you want, and then talk about <laughs> birds whenever birds you want. <laughs> you it's like anime. You got, if you want to, if you want the right, yeah. If you want the right to talk about birds, you got to be here every week. Main. I was I was trying to segue into a joke. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's all right, now. man. You'll get plenty of those. We're man, here for ruined, a little bit. You ruined a good segue. Um. <laughs> so, real quick, did you see yeah. Olin Rogers' new video? Yep. Did uh, very yes. sad. Yes, Made me cry. That was I watched it Monday. That was something else. Yeah. Dude, it really was something else. I left a comment. I dare you to go try to find it. I I I almost left a comment. Uh, I left a comment but I too. Didn't f- it's weird. I didn't feel like anything all, I had to say would be uh, very. I don't know. Um, meaningful. I think for someone like him, okay, I have to tell you a story about Olin Rogers, yeah. but I think for someone like him, um, 
it it helps just to know because I think he finds a lot of fulfillment connecting with yeah. the people who follow him and yeah. are pretty loyal. Um, and so even leaving a comment just saying, "Hey, man, I loved uh, the first two seasons of Final Space. I kn- I want you to know you working on it right now, even though things are crazy and rough, is not going to be a waste." You know what I mean? Yeah. Even saying something like that, it would be helpful to him. But I I actually that for a while he was doing these emails where he would just give like inspiration. I don't know if you guys signed up for him, but he would mm-hmm. just talk about like a specific topic and he would send out a weekly email um, just giving people encouragement and such. And I replied to one of them and just let him know like, hey, I really appreciate this. This is a really good thing you said. And uh, it's it's helpful helpful for me this week. And he actually responded to me and said, I'm really glad it helped you out. Yeah. Well, I, so like I, he's really connected and dialed in with his fans. I really think that he said he said um, af, it was towards I think the towards the end of the video he says um, uh, I'm at the best place I've ever been in my life, right? Mm-hmm. But he says yeah. it with such you know. Pain pain and emotion you know it made you want to cry right there because you know i mean he's right it's it's hard going through going through stuff right and even though he 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 is probably doing the best he's ever done you know Mm -hmm. so it's difficult i've not seen the video yet yeah but what what i mean we we talked about um one of the episodes on i don't know what season it was but back when the soda parlor did get destroyed by the hurricane um we talked about it and i think there was like a gofundme i guess it didn't raise enough or i don't i didn't really i don't really know what happened to it but we um we kind of pointed people towards that to kind of get the soda parlor back up but i guess nothing happened and they didn't raise enough money yeah mm-hmm. which i know we don't have that yeah. much of a following to point people to it <laughs> But we at least made it aware, made people aware about it, gave awareness. Yeah. Yeah, and he even talked about the soda parlor, which it seems as if the soda parlor is dead. Yeah. Um, and that's hard, because I, I went to the soda parlor, the first one, not the, not the one that got destroyed, but the one they, they had before they moved, and man, it was such a cool place. It was such yeah. a lively place. I mean, there... I wear a hat all the time that I bought from that, from the soda parlor, you know? Yeah. And it's it's a bit sad, you know? But, you know, if people don't know who Olin Rogers is, go check him out. He's on YouTube. He's the director and the writer of Final Space. And uh, it's just a really good, good, good show to watch and to support him. Yeah, Final well, Space is wanna... and his stories are good. I love Olin Rogers. That made... Mm-hmm. That made me want to talk a little bit about, you know, Final Space and that, you know, while while the episodes and the story and everything, you know, it it's it's fun, goofy cartoon space stuff. It has a lot of emotion, right? And and not not the um not the nihilistic uh emotion that Rick and Morty has a uh, Rick and Morty oh, yeah. Rick and Morty has has an emotion that's uh that's almost meta 
where, yeah. you know, they say that, you know, nothing really matters that much, you know, we're all just kind of, uh, you know, so small and insignificant that nothing, nothing, nothing matters too much. But then they'll also, mm-hmm. they'll also say that, you know, because of that, everything matters and, you know, the, the, the way you feel matters, right? But, uh, Final Space, you know, it really feels, you know, the emotion is real, right? They're, yeah. they're, the characters are real, right? Yeah. And, and it, it makes you feel, it makes you feel the emotion on a deeper level because it's not, um, it, 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 it's not nihilistic, you know? Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome because Olin Rogers has always had a lot of heart in his content. Yeah. Even though it's mostly comedy and he, he likes to, I mean, that's something that he says often. He always like, if he, starts saying a list of stuff he he wants people to feel he's like i want you to laugh i want you to cry i want you to you know yeah this show has a lot of heart in it this show has a lot of comedy a lot of silly moments which is true and but he values that emotion where it is its connection with the human emotion its connection with what we're feeling with what uh even hardships in life and it seems like olin rogers I don't think he's an over-emotional person because he's, he's been pretty open about the struggles he's had. It seems like he's he just finds himself in a lot of hard places, you know? Yeah, and, well, and he's got a good grasp on what it feels like to, you know, to, to you know, be living in your car and, yeah. you know, to, to not know what you're going to be doing next. But he has such a good attitude about things mm-hmm. you know yeah that it's it's inspiring to watch it really is i mean there was his his one friend i mean he he got really torn up this one time about how he was talking about this book he and his friend were were writing and he he said that he still intends to write it and finish it but his friend that friend got lyme's disease and he was really struggling and was wondering if like he would make it through and it was it was apparently pretty bad and um i mean that that was a whole thing that mm-hmm. i remember he, he he's he's so vulnerable with his content especially on youtube yeah oh yeah did you guys pay attention to that podcast he did a few episodes of uh no i haven't seen that um i think the podcast is called I think they I, they it was called "We're in this together," and huh. that was the initial name of the um, the email list I was talking about earlier. Yeah. yeah, it was like a thing called "We're in this together," and then he started a podcast. They did I think about five or six episodes of, but it's kind of not happened since COVID hit. So, um, so yeah, I mean it's. It was pretty good. I mean, there's a, some good moments, some funny moments. He was, it wasn't just him. He was with one of a friend, a guy that he met in, I think, L.A. that became a friend. And um, it was a pretty good one. Cool. Yeah. Olin Rogers has always been, like, I remember watching Olin Rogers way back before, like, Julian Smith days and Gretchen Link, Good Mythical, yeah. Dirk, Chia Lincoln days. 
yeah. Before like Good Mythical Morning and all yeah, that. Yeah. The. Yeah, Wyatt and Jamark introduced us to Olin Rogers right before Ghost in the Stalls came out. Oh yeah, we were introduced to it. I think yeah, we were at we were at like a New Year's Eve party. You know, you know it was it was you know like all homeschool kids, right? <laughs> and uh, you know it that was like right after the Lions Blaze had just come out. You remember that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, we really enjoyed that. Thought that was funny. Um, but Did you guys go back and watch some of the old stuff from Balloon Shop? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I watched pretty funny ones. Yeah. I watched him pretty consistently for a long time. Um, I remember when he was he, you know, he was making the uh, some of his. There was like a, a future type futuristic type show that he did that was fun to watch mm-hmm. and really cool. Was that like Space Pop or something? No. Yeah, maybe it was Space Pop. It was something pop. Something pop. No, it was uh, uh it was Pop Rocket. Pop Rocket, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I am a big fan of uh, Crazy Horse. Yes, Crazy Horse. (laughs) Yeah, Crazy Horse. That was a great skit, (laughs) and it was nonsense. Yeah, but the whole like the blood and the I really wish the ridiculous dancing and just the circles and just clicking. Go home. (laughs) Have yourself some scribbles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Gosh, I don't. I need to watch those. I, there, there are sometimes where I'll just get on a kick, or I watch like one of his videos. This yeah. actually happened a little bit Monday, and I was, I almost fell into a deep dive. But <laughs> I like go through his channel and just watch like I watch all the stories. freaking ten stories, and then I'll go back and watch old skits, and then I'll find myself three episodes deep in Pop Rocket or one of the other series oh. he did. If you go back and watch the really old series he did, that's like super abstract and meta, uh-huh. and it's like this this dim- white dimension and yeah. he has like he plays this one character that's like this alien that's like super he's got like this uh the horns. i don't know it's like a mask that's yeah the horns yeah yeah i remember that dude that's old stuff but it's I, so interesting now, it has, i it remember does have a lot of heart. i remember he did one series with with that character who was always bothering the main character and then mm-hmm. there was like a i remember there was a an evil bad guy and at the very end of the series, the bad guy is like shooting like a Death Star type laser down on the planet. <laughs> and that one yeah. stupid character with the horns just shows up and stops it with his hands. And you're like, oh, holy crap. <laughs> and he's like, I'm here for you guys because we're friends. I was like, yeah. Because we're friends. You can see that. I in, remember uh, that. In Final he like space. looks back. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I remember that exact scene. <laughs> It's so good. Um, oh my gosh, uh, man! I'm gonna watch some Olin Rogers yeah. tonight. Um, um, the the one I can watch over and over and over again is the uh, the Pepper story. Where, um, what? But it's done in in felt. Yeah. Right. Yes. I love. <laughs> yeah. I love I, because there's this one moment where he's just like. He's like, oh, dude, I know he's laughing, and then he just like flies out of the chair. (laughs) Dude, I watched that over and over and over again. That one moment is so hilarious. He just like throws himself out of the chair. He's laughing so hard. You got it in your eyes, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Dude, um, have you watched some of the other animations uh, from the stories? Yeah. Did you like the Popcorn King? Oh, yeah. Where he's like <laughs> doing the, the dances Footloose. and whatnot. As... <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I don't know. I think I think he has a lot of people who do animation as friends. Yeah. And he can get them to like work on it. I don't think he's doing that himself. I don't think. Right. That'd be a lot of work. Well, I don't he has he's, a he's put animated that. show on like TV, so of course he he does TBS. Yeah. What? Um, yeah. He did a story very recently. Um. I forget what it was called. Crap. Uh. Can't remember. The one where he's he's uh driving, is that the one you're talking about? Where he's like, I, I put a skittle in my backpack, or something like that. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. Ah, I just I think they should all be animated. That would be yeah. so fun. <laughs> um, but uh, does anybody have any topics? Because I know I've got some stuff I kind of want to talk about, John Mark. No, because all my topics get shot down. Okay. No, Jamark. Okay. <laughs> Ignore him. You can come up with a topic. It just can't be one of your hobbies. I don't do that. Yes, you do. I feel like we've already... <laughs> you can have casual this. conversation about stuff. No, you're fine. Jamark, I swear, if you don't come up with a topic in the next 30 seconds that has nothing to do with hobbies, we're going to start talking about girls. I don't actually have a topic, Okay. No, I was just wanted to be difficult. All right, I'll let you. I'll I'll I'll, I'll let you chime in here. Um, so I we oh, just up. watched before we get into Wyatt's topic. Before we get into Wyatt's topic, there's something that came up a couple weeks ago when John Mark was not here, um, and I'm just gonna really quickly what? shoot. I mean, shoot it to John Mark. Um, for some reason, the DMs got brought up by the good old Joseph because for some reason he wanted to talk about it. I heard it. about this, and uh, I'm just curious. Did John Mark? Do you get any of those DMs? You get any? Did you get any DMs? I don't get any DMs. Oh, okay. Oh. No DMs. No DMs. No. You don't have any uh, secret uh, uh, beautiful dames like that are lurking on the social medias, <laughs> stalking you. No. And you're a uh, bird loving. <laughs> no, nope. let's do a subject Not- change. <laughs> um, I had to talk Don't about be a this downer. for like how long did we talk about it? I had to talk about it. Oh yeah, Joshua had to talk about it. Josh had to but talk. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. All right, Wyatt, what what was some thoughts that you had as far as what you wanted to talk about? Okay, so we just watched uh uh it's called Never Surrender. The Galaxy mm-hmm. Quest documentary. Um, Ooh, yeah, you t- you texted me. Galaxy made, Quest made by movie. the made by the people who do the honest trailers on YouTube, Screen Junkies, um, mm-hmm. and I I I love Galaxy Quest like so much, yes. right? And so <laughs> so when I was looking for Galaxy Quest on Amazon, I couldn't find it. Um, yeah, and I saw the documentary. Documentary. I remembered. Um, I remembered watching some of their YouTube videos where they had mentioned, "Oh yeah, we made a documentary about Galaxy Quest," and I was yeah. like, "Oh, I'm watching this right now," and it's like it's <laughs> it's feature length, and it is so good. It just yeah. 
it takes you through the making of Galaxy Quest and how it really, you know, it 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 was like just the perfect culmination, you know. It really mm-hmm. is the best Trek movie. It is the best Star Trek movie and they say that in the documentary. <laughs> um I mean, I think I think my favorite part is when the actor who played Data yeah um <laughs> says why didn't we do this? Yeah. You know, he's like he's like <laughs> it would have been a that. hit. I thought about that. That would have been such a great movie to have all the old Star Trek characters yeah. playing themselves. Yeah, William but with, Shatner. But with or... the exact same premise as Galaxy Quest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's such a good premise. And it, overall, it's such a good movie. Yeah. Just, I mean, watching it visually. I know. We were talking about this made the other day in, in the car. Joseph, you told me your favorite part of the movie. <laughs> yeah I really like the part where they do the tentacle sex yeah <laughs> oh, ah that's not right <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh because the tentacles just come up from behind yeah and he's and then like they just got an eyes roll back in their head <laughs> yeah. uh, this 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 would be a great segue into uh, anime <laughs> <laughs> um no I love like I really love the way the bad guy looks. I mean, they just look so mm-hmm. good. The visual effects yeah, look do. fantastic. And mm-hmm. all of the actors are so good. Um, in the in the documentary, they talk a lot about Alan Rickman and how he just yeah. shines, you know? Because he was... Wait, which one was Alan Rickman? Uh, 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 Dr. Lazarus. The, the guy with the oh, yeah, fish. Yeah. yeah, you know, he plays Snape and Harry Potter and Mike Grubfoss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. uh, uh, Hans Gruber and Die by Hard. By just... Hammer, I salute you. Yeah. By Grabthar's Hammer, by the Sons of War Van, <laughs> you shall be <laughs> avenged. I mean, and and they literally just took people and 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 basically put them in, in sort of like uh uh parody roles of themselves because yeah, obviously yeah. Alan Rickman is a serious um actor and now he's playing this sort of comical um, super goofy guy <laughs> well even even goofy. i mean it's it's meta because he's playing um a goofy character no, in he's, Galaxy he's, Quest right, in Galaxy Quest he's playing himself yeah but if himself never was, amounted to anything yeah but if, if alan rickman had <laughs> never amounted to anything yeah and had only been in like a star trek type role Care, yeah yeah uh, you have no respect for the craft yeah <laughs> i mean it's and and it was it was so good and it really just sort of inspires you to think about uh you know just all the different people, the way the the different acting, uh, what? He no, choked the down hair. some water. <laughs> oh, he looked. He saw Josh's hair. Joshua over here being a living <laughs> meme. Josh um, has got his troll look going on, dude. It, it it's it's not my troll look. It's called Mister Grizzles. Mister Grizzle. <laughs> Mister Grizzle. Um, 
but yeah, it, it it makes you think like, you know, of the possibilities, you know. Yes. Of, you know, you you give you give a a good script to people, you let them sort of, you know, because the original idea was just what if uh what if what if Star Trek was real and there were aliens that yeah. thought it was real? That was the original like basic script, and they. Mm-hmm. They handed it to to one of the um, writers, and he was like, "Yeah." They were like, "Don't read the original script because we just sort of want you to form your own opinion, your own opinion about it." And so he mm-hmm. started making stuff up about it, and it was it was really good, right? And they go they go up in the <laughs> yeah. space, and they all have their different roles, and it's it's very Star Trekian. Who who um, directed yeah. the film? I'm just curious. I don't. Know who directed um, it? Does anybody Dean, know? Dean, Dean, Dean Pariso. Yeah, Dean Pariso. Okay. Has he done anything else that we would know? He fun with Dumb Dick and, and Dumber, Jane, I think. No, it was Fun with Dick and Jane. Yeah, Fun with Dick and Jane. Haven't seen that. Really? Wow. Jim Carrey? Good so good. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> yeah, he did that. He's done some other stuff. But, I mean, uh, but originally they had... Uh, Harold Ramis, mm-hmm. uh, who was you know MythBusters and Groundhog Day and yeah. you know all these other really famous movies, um, but he left the project because he didn't feel like because um, the studio wanted to hire Tim Allen, and he yeah. he didn't feel like he could give proper. Um, I don't know. I guess he felt like Tim Allen wouldn't mesh with the tone that he would give the movie. Yeah, he, he, he want... felt he was going to give the movie a certain tone, and he didn't want that to stifle. Think Tim Allen was going to. Oh no, he cut that. St- no, he just didn't. He just didn't want to stifle the movie in in any sort of way. And he he knew that Tim Allen was funny. He liked Tim Allen, but he felt like mm-hmm. the way he was going to do the movie would uh would stifle tim allen's way of acting um gotcha you know and they they talked about you know another movie he did with um (sighs) why am i blanking on his name john mark help me out robin williams and Mm -hmm. um and the movie the movie failed it bombed and he said i don't want to do the same thing with this movie Wait, what um, movie did he do with Robin Williams? Robin Williams is good. I think most of his movies have not bombed. Cl- Paradise what? Club, I think it was called. Oh, I've never mm-hmm. seen that. Club so. Paradise? Or- yeah, it was Club Paradise. It was Club Paradise, yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, and and um, it would have been a different movie if Ramis had done it, but the way it is now is just so fantastic. Yeah. Um, it's one of those movies I think I think everybody can watch even if you're not a Star Trek fan because yeah, I mean funny. obviously yeah obviously I mean it's funny it's dramatic they said that the uh, the scene the scene where Tim Allen is trying to explain to uh, the 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 head alien Mathazar that he's an mm-hmm. actor and it's not real none of it was real uh, mm-hmm. He said Tim Allen got 
you know, really emotional doing that. And that was like the only day Steven Spielberg was on the set. Yeah. And really. Steven Spielberg was like, wow, that's, uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> you know, Tim is, Tim is really doing good. And then, and then Alan Rickman said, um, that's fantastic. Um, my guy. Yeah. Alan, Alan Rickman said, oh my God, I think he just experienced acting. <laughs> it, it was the it was so funny and yeah and it, it really it really you know uh, catered to the fans how you know in the beginning of the movie the fans are kind of like the joke right yeah yeah but by the end they realize that it, it's the fans that really made it real yeah, you know, because yeah. the the Thermians were fans, obviously, in a different way, mm-hmm. uh, but they made it yes. real, and that was that was the point of the movie that that the people that love something um, make it real. And you know, I was going to ask you guys: Is there something you know nostalgic, maybe a TV show or a movie or something that you watch that really? Uh, you know, really made you wish it was real, right? Did you have a did, <laughs> did did you have a Star Trek Trekkie type love for any kind of uh, TV show? And I'm gonna take Game of Thrones off the table. <laughs> yeah, Game of Thrones is too brutal for me to want to live right? in that world. Um, well, yeah, I would I'm have to that. say just anything pirate related. Um, I mean, we both have a love for pirates in some different way. I mean. You, yeah. you, Joseph has it a little bit more different than me, but I still have a pirate love in, so anything pirate, um, we grew up watching the Pirates of the Caribbean, I would say before, yeah. like one, two, so, and three mostly, after three they've kind of gone downhill, but, so, sir, yeah. but Pirates of the Caribbean so, for one, but not just pirates, I mean, any pirate movie is great. So are you saying you would want to be a pirate? Heck yeah. Yes. If, if I was back in the day, I would be a pirate. I would okay. be sailing uh, on the ocean. Dude. Okay, don't. Let me. Okay, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to. What, Jamar? Jamar? I don't want to burst your bubble or anything, but um, yeah. being a pirate was awful. Yeah, I know. But, dude, don't start telling me about the the intricacies of piracy. Okay. I We can debate this for a while. Yeah. Right. We being, used being to study was, pirate was lore so detailed. Pirate lore. Now, now I still do. If if you want if you want to be a pirate, but you don't want to be hanged by literally every nation on earth, be mm-hmm. a privateer. Yeah, the privateers. Have it's it. okay. I okay. Listen to me. It's illegal. Most pirate. of the time, privateers. It's like being a pirate, but in shackles. Man. Yeah. It's it, yeah. No but, no no pirate that. That actually made a difference because okay we have we have to say this there were a lot of pirates that were that did a lot of bad things and they got famous for doing bad things that's, the majority of pirates the majority of pirates were labeled pirates and labeled bad guys by places like England and by the new America and it's because they just didn't they didn't want to be enslaved they didn't want to be owned or told what to do they they were they were literally the original fighters for freedom Mm -hmm. um 
and they they just were rebels and they didn't have a lot of people to back their cause and so it it's i mean it's the truth i i watched this show called black sales and it, uh, there's a speech at the end at almost the very end one of the last big speeches that's that's said is um guy that plays um well i'm forgetting his name uh uh, it'll come back to me, but he's one. Of, he's a he was well, a pirate he's captain. Long John Silver. The speech is, is what it is. He's he's talking to Long John Silver. I know Long John Silver is not a real pirate, but um, Captain Flint. He's he's telling Long John Silver about because they were they were essentially they were at war to gain the freedom, but they were losing really badly. And I don't want to spoil it, but at the end, when it seems like a really bad situation. Long John Silver wants to throw in the towel and save whatever's left, you know? And Captain Flint is really mad at him for that mindset because he says, it doesn't matter if we die or or we live. The thing is, if we give up, if we, if we allow them to tell the stories of who we were, then we are always going to be the villains. We're always going to be the bad guys. And it's such a brilliant speech and although I know there's certain characters like Blackbeard who did a lot of heinous things, the majority of pirates were out fighting for uh, freedom for themselves and for the people who had held their ideas and people who were enslaved. A lot of pirates did not participate in the slave trade, you know? Right. Most pirates didn't, uh, didn't participate because they, they had the 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 sense of freedom and they they knew that slavery was bad and that's why the americas and england were heavily involved in the slave slave trade and that's a, primarily what privateers did the slave trade so a lot of times people would be labeled i mean that's jack sparrow who's also a fictional character based on actual real characters his his whole thing was he's labeled a pirate because he didn't want to be involved with the slave trade and so they, they took him as a privateer and made him a pri- pirate because he didn't follow orders. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. Yeah, a lot of them, I've read, I've read a bit on some of them. A lot of guys were, lot, anybody, anybody who, uh, you know, decided that, you know, they didn't want to have to give, like, all the stuff that they had to the British government. Um, mm-hmm. They were, you know, you're labeled a, an enemy of England and a pirate, and, and that's it. Yeah, you know, don't 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 respect <laughs> John Mark. Like <laughs> John Mark, England John is Mark. not my king and country. John Mark's been reading a lot of naval. I, books. I am I am really into eighteenth um, century Napoleonic era sailing books right now. <laughs> so you're very loyal to the crown right I'm, now, I'm, I'm John Mark. Go, go move, move back to Canada. Go move to Canada <laughs> to, to the to the you know the the King's Navy um, and uh, uh, pirates. Pirates are um, uh, nasty lovers who um, <laughs> who do not have proper respect for uh, naval authority, and they should be hanged on the yard on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so John Mark's the John Mark's the uh, the anti pirate. I am anti-pirate. very much. Why? Where do you stand on this? I mean, me and Joshua. Yeah. All right, well, I mean, let's, mostly me. Let's, but you kind of know where me and Joshua stand. I think Joshua echoes my thoughts on piracy. Well, I echo it. Let's say in, this. Yeah, a little different way, but yeah. Where 
I guess we could be half pirates. We, <laughs> I, I know that that thing doesn't I mean, it carry doesn't. down genetically. Right? Yeah, I mean, I guess it doesn't. <laughs> one of our, like the first go forth patriarch that came to America. Second. Was, mm-hmm. No, it was the first. It was, no, he wasn't. No. His his dad settled in. His dad uh, came first. Yes, in Jersey. He, he's the direct line. Yeah. He was a privateer. He was the first American. He got he, yeah. he got kicked out of the Quaker faith because he joined a privateering ship. Yeah, he uh, yeah. and they they hunted. Um, I think I think he hunted pirates. I think so for America. <laughs> Either that or it, America. No, it was French. It was French. He they hunted because uh, yeah, this was French still, ships. This was still early. This was this was uh, early seventeen hundreds, I think. So they mm-hmm. would, yeah, it would definitely be French. They were hunting French ships in the Caribbean. Um, yeah, and he got his he got his uh, um, papers from the U.S. government, and then I believe, and then he either settled down up there around Jersey Maryland. or, or yeah, Maryland, and then his son uh, came down to uh, Kings Carolina. Mountain, South Carolina. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you guys, uh, we're related have to you guys Lafayette. Of... Joshua, what'd and you we're say? We're related to Lafayette. Oh, yeah, Lafayette. Um, he's one of our dis- ancestors, even though he's French, and we don't really claim the French have any close. Yeah. We, don't, we don't have any close bloodline to France, but I'm sure there's some in there somewhere. But... Um, Dirty blood of one. But have you guys heard of the cat of the pirate captain Ned Lowe? I believe Lowe? so. We, my my mom read a lot of uh, of history stuff to us. Uh, so so we we heard a lot about a lot of different pirates and and stuff. Okay, well he he was featured in the show. He was one of those nasty pirates who were very bloodthirsty. Uh-huh. But it's interesting because if you if you go back to his his life, so he was just a regular farmer in the Americas, mm-hmm. and I believe his wife died um, from a sickness. That's a solid and motivation. He didn't have any. Uh, he didn't have any kids or anything. And I think the loneliness of his life and just the heartbreak of losing his partner. Mm-hmm. Um, just drove him into a life of piracy and not caring and crime in the sense of not necessarily freedom being his main focus, but more trying to gain riches through theft and murder. Um, And so he was a different kind of pirate that was more of the nasty kind, but he was a very interesting character. Um, It's Again, it's interesting. It would go back to most of all the pirates we know are the most nasty you know what i mean yeah all oh, yeah. of the interesting pirates that we that were genuine good people that just got labeled a pirate by the state they uh they just we don't know about them yeah i, I think and there was there was tons of them i think you don't hear a lot about a lot of them because you know obviously people like that were hunted down and hung right yeah. if you're labeled a pirate you get hunted down, and you know the Royal Navy's arm is long. <laughs> okay, but you know, you know what's really what's really sucks is a lot of the good pirates 
would be asked by um by the governments essentially to come and like they said we're going to make a deal with you we're going to either give you a pardon or we're going to have you do this one thing that's going to help um i don't know uh, that's be in the best interest for them and then once yeah. they showed up they would they would put them into custody and then hang them publicly yep. like they would bait them and then murder the the crown doesn't deal with criminals <laughs> no they just lie and steal and and mistreat people that's like what, that's what, that's in a worse way do. than pirates did the um no the british government was pretty brutal when it came to that kind of stuff well the british government ha has a history of being brutal and 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 thieving because well, all no, of any, their you know, artifacts and their museums are from other cultures it's not you, theirs. you know you know let's let's just say this all right all right does anybody else have a song that literally goes Britannia rule the world? Because I'm pretty sure Britannia does. It did at one point. <laughs> it did. Britannia ruled for for quite a long time. Right. I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened. The um, civilized Englishman took it upon themselves to civilize the uncivilized world. <laughs> We're gonna kick you off. <laughs> um, no, it. But it was. It was the. It was the British. Uh, uh, ocean superiority. They they yeah. they had the big ships. Now, they had the guns. Now there were some there were some things like when it came to colonialism, especially during the Napoleonic Wars, that wasn't pure colonialism. Mm -hmm. It was stuff like because the Napoleonic Wars were really a big giant trade war. Yeah, and so I know like uh, South Africa was colonized by the Dutch and the Dutch were in league with the French mm -hmm. and so the British seized South Africa not to colon to colonize it but not out of a pure colonization but more of to deny such a strategic point to the French right so there were some places that they took because they didn't want the French to have, and then you know they're like, "Hey, we'll just hold on to this." Just hold on to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, genocide never hurt nobody. Right. Yeah, we'll just hold on to this one. Um, I I I, I retract that comment. Well, genocide did hurt. <laughs> yes, uh, just a few. <laughs> um, okay, Jamark, what what do you think about America then? Because the British, the British, uh, British government. The British uh, Navy, everybody didn't really care about people coming to America to recolonize new land. Yeah. What, what do you mean? And they, they weren't happy that, that uh, a portion of people from their land wanted to leave to escape the things that, you know, England had become, you know? Yeah. And so how is that different from piracy other than their group of like evangelicals who didn't who were a little bit more organized you know what i mean well let's let's put it this way there's really one big question can you tax them can you tax them yes <laughs> can you tax pirates no no mm -hmm. if you can tax them i mean yeah let them go colonize new land for us but then they tax them that's too a much. good point yeah, and that's see, why probably all all the people who are anti-tax in America and all over the world, they're probably would be labeled as pirates if the governments were a little bit 
older if you're a little oh. bit, a few years earlier than today let i mean i mean let's be real uh um govern the governments as a whole right are mm-hmm. just uh pirate conglomerates yeah that's all government right is. that's all government <laughs> is right i um, think we're going down the conspiracy theory route this is not, oh, it's not conspiracy. It's legit. No, this, I mean, you look at like what logic this fact. Is, okay, this is logic. This is logic fact. I mean, I mean because I mean because that's what governments do. Governments, yeah, they 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 uh, compile uh, money and uh, land. There and there is there is a need. There is a necessary need for a level of tax if you want to maintain. The security of your people, right? But like tax we have today is just unnecessary. Yeah. Like, why do we need all these taxes? You obviously don't care about getting us out of debt. Debt. Why tax the crap out of us? Right. You know what, Joe? You were talking about mm. pirates. I think. I think you know. I'm coming around. I think I'm coming around. <laughs> Being a pirate would be pretty cool, but uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to be a pirate these days. Yeah. It's called a patriot. Patriot? Yeah. You're right. If yeah. you switch it's it a around, new, yeah. a different pirate word for patriot. patriot. Um, no, I think, I, okay, this is a thing. I think governments are pro-control, and piracy is pro-individual, is pro-personal yeah. freedom. So what are America values? It American values are literally pirate America. values, except they don't have the stealing. Right. <laughs> That's debatable. Mm. Yeah. America, America's, America's pretty much just as bad as the old British Empire. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I want to please uh, get off of this subject because okay. you know, I don't want to talk anymore about history. You don't like pirates um, in history? No, because I, 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 I enjoy talking about... Uh, Film and movies. Well, how um, about I have a movie film we can talk about. Movies. Okay. Um, if you say Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> I'm going to reach through this camera and rip your throat out. Nah, nah, nah. I know. Um, I don't know why he's come up recently in just conversations me and Joseph have, but Robin Williams, and you guys brought him, brought him up a little bit earlier when you were talking about. Um, that other movie we were talking about. And uh, mm-hmm. I really like how Robin Williams, he can just grab you by the throat and have these really deep just rants, like what we say, the Joe Rogan rant. But it's not a rant. Right. He just gets really deep into just some conversation. I mean, if you just look up like on YouTube, Robin Williams just motivational quotes or speeches that he has, it's insane. Robin Williams is the best. And I love um, the movie The Dead Poet Society. I don't mean to be, yeah. I don't mean to be irreverent. Yeah. But I'm gonna be i I'm gonna be irreverent here. How'd that work out for him? Oh yeah. Good he, point. he also he also was um he also had a deteriorating uh, sickness, brain sickness. Yeah, that that, that was making help. him lose his mind. Um See I didn't know about that. <clears throat> yeah. Huh. Yeah, Robin well, Williams restored. Yeah, that's true. My, but I mean, head. he still was the like, he was the, I would say the goat of like acting. Um, 
Oh yeah, being funny, just solid improv still, comedy. Yeah, yeah. He I was, was I was really, I was really kind of devastated when I heard Robin Williams died, and the way he died that really upset me. Yeah, yeah. I mean because you know, the guy is an icon, right? And to have somebody that makes you happy, yeah, just go to look out at. that way. Yeah, it, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, we can't watch any of his movies anymore without feeling both happy and sa- it's like watch bittersweet. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at him and every time he smiles, you smile. Mm-hmm. He had that kind of smile, mm-hmm. right? Talking about Robin Williams, right? Yes. Sorry yeah. That. Yeah. Um, um, I was actually just watching the other day, The Dead Poet Society. Have you seen that movie? Dead Poet Society. Yes. Okay. Um, well, it's I don't know. It, you guys, it seems like you guys have not watched it, but it's essentially just him teaching at this all boys school, and he brings up the word the um, carpe diem, and I don't know if you know what that right. means. It basically seize the day. Seize the day. Um, yeah, seize the day, and basically take what you can, and um, don't be shy with what you do. Just go forward and do you the best you can with everything, and just yeah. Um, take take like the day by the by the gonads and just just go for it. I right. don't think that was in the movie. Was that in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> what I, I I started the movie, but for some reason I I didn't finish. I think I had to do something. But um, all I remember <laughs> is uh, that it's uh, a good movie. Poetry poetry was invented to woo women. Uh, yes, yeah, the, for the, the swooning for the, of for the, the swooning of damsels. Yes. <laughs> um, Should we talk about that? Y- yeah, um, let's talk about that quite. a little bit. Uh, well, I oh, think okay. it should come I mean, out. We first. can talk about it here, Josh. The midnight special is for the good, close followers talk, of this wait, podcast. Talk, talk okay, about, let's talk about, about it then. The skit. What skit? I want to know how that went. It went okay. I, I feel like it was a little rough. I'm not the best at acting, but it was decent. I think it'll turn out good. Um, something that I think is going to turn out fabulous, and you're going to have to wait to watch it. But um, can I give a spoiler what happens at the end? I'm talking about the the well, okay, embracing well, scene. Well, hold on. I Joshua, l- let me let me preface this. Okay, so this is a uh, when when me and Joshua went to film the 100th episode at Maranatha in Pennsylvania. Yep. Me and Joshua stayed the night, and we also the next morning recorded a little micro sketch comedy film. Um, yeah. It's called Greater Remembering, and I'm currently editing it. Um, I will say, Joshua, it's not yeah. easy editing it because you could not get your lines down. Yeah. <laughs> Grief, Josh. How are you going to make it this game? Yeah, you need to take I, some inspiration all from the legendary up. Robin Williams. Yeah, then the next <laughs> yeah. film will be better. I promise you, I'm gonna practice. I'm practicing right now. Oh, uh, <laughs> if I write something that I know we're at, we're acting it, I'm giving you the part with basically no lines. <laughs> <laughs> He'll well, be the I'm, mammoth. Okay, I'll take basic <laughs> lines, but then I'll uh, eventually get better. I'm, I'm gonna get better the more I do this. I'm just gonna give you all of the facial expressions. That's it. <laughs> so, what did you do but, for the mammoth? I'm assuming that you don't actually ever see it. Wait, no, a, we're gonna see it. Thought, there's a mammoth. Shh. 
Okay, it's not going to be amazing. It's not going to be amazing. Um, but I did get a green screen mammoth online, a, a computer okay. animated one, and I am putting it in the video. Are you so like? There's going to be a mammoth to, there. Are you going to obscure it, or is it going to be like out in the open? It's going to be out in the open, man. Okay, cool. All right, a little bit, a little <laughs> bit of editing. I like it. Yeah. A little um, bit of editing, man. It's not gonna it's not gonna look amazing, like I said, but it's gonna be what it is. And it's gonna I, be funny. I, I mean the whole point is humorous, it, it doesn't have to be perfect. It, it's gonna be funnier that, you know, it's obviously supposed to be the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. And it's like this just <laughs> just like copy pasted in uh, mammoth. Uh, it's <laughs> when 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 you guys see the mammoth. And then you show your faces. Are there going to be like tons of tears rolling down your face? Well, that, well we, we tried to like... do the tears. <laughs> we tried to do the tears. <laughs> and and if you look close in some of our close-ups, you will see our cheeks are wet. But it was kind of hard to get a whole bunch of tears. But we are crying. I will Still say some, uh, that of what I've seen so far, that was the funniest. Because our embrace that's at the end, um, <laughs> it, it's, it's funny. I mean, I, I put get really just kind of get into it and just kind of give that embrace a, a big a, a, I don't know how to describe it but just a big embrace it was funny one of those one of those classic embraces you know that uh, that we have when we see each other yeah yes the classic <laughs> you know? embrace you know but we the, held on to of, it we were saying lines while while embracing yeah <laughs> the freaking the chest swipe um <laughs> It's you know that that's probably uh, when whenever uh, I see either Jamark or White, I'm gonna wipe my hand across my chest and then I'm gonna give him a hug and that's just a, sh a sign that I'm like trying to pull off any love I have on my chest and just whack it on him, just slap it on <laughs> oh. him and just let him know okay. or that you don't want important. anything. I don't do in that between you guys. You don't want anything in between when you're giving the embrace. Nothing anything in between, between us. I'm 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 getting all the love. I'm putting it on their back, and I'm also getting rid of anything that might separate us in this embrace. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just swipe your chest with your hand, and then embrace people. But uh, uh, how long did it take you to you guys to film that? Uh, it took a, a little hours. bit longer than I thought. Yeah, it took it took probably about three and a half hours. Okay. Um, just because we had to set up the sh camera. And it was just me and Joshua, and we're both on screen. Nice. I mean, we and so started, a lot of it is just still shots. Yeah, we started at like eight in the morning um, to get ready. Um, it took us a little bit to get our costumes ready and everything, and then we started recording and finished by around eleven or a little past eleven. Yeah, and um, I will say this is uh, for people that are going to watch this. It is very Monty Python style, or yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's just like ridiculous things to say. Like right. it's not a normal way of conversation, but it's silly and very simple-minded. But it's, uh, I don't know, it's just two guys that are full of themselves and and uh, are just having a conversation looking for a, a beast in a city. Hey, so, do, you, right. do you happen to have the script on your phone or anything? Uh, I got it on my computer. Can you, you want me to? You just, want me to give a tease? Yeah, give him the tease. Yeah, just of a little the, tease. The swooning of the damsels line that I say. Yeah, the, ex the, yeah. Read read the, the one part line. about like what swords are for. 
Okay. Let me let me let me pull it up here and find it, and I'll give you guys a, a tease. Okay, Wyatt, I will say our British accents did not happen very well. So there's gonna nah. be some words in the film nah. that oh. sound British and some that are not. Oh, you shouldn't <laughs> have done British. You should have just stuck with American. <laughs> well, I kind of I kind of stuck with American. It, I'll, I'll I'll give you a tease once I find it. Um, or you should have done like the um, like um, <laughs> you know, like like like. The, the most exaggerated as you possibly okay, can. So let, let me see. I'm going to say uh, this is going to be Joshua's voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I go a little bit higher pitched, then <laughs> Why don't, that's going to be Joshua's voice. Because it's my line. You don't, you don't have it. I don't have it? Right. Okay. Okay, look. I'm going to – I have go it pulled it, up then. right here. I can do, I can do it. All right. So okay. Man 2, which is Joshua. So Joshua says – May I inquire as to why we have our swords drawn if we intend to ride the beast and not slay it? And then I say, in the event we come across foe. And then Joshua says, had old man Gimbals given us instruction of potential foe? And then I say, nay, yet for the sake of appearance and for the need of making the damsels swoon, have we indeed drawn our swords? And then Joshua says, Indeed. And then I reply, Indeed. <laughs> I think that's all you can give them. They need to watch the film. That's all I'm giving you. Okay. So, yeah, the rest of it you can you can watch. <laughs> but it'll come out in a few weeks, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I like I, I read the script and thought it was I thought it was very funny. Um, for the swooning of the damsels. The swooning the swooning of the damsels. <laughs> Indeed. Um, Indeed. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. I wish if if I had a better camera, I would definitely film more stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I love the I love the little, just like what can we come up with, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, um, and that that's kind of what this was. Me and Josh has been talking a lot. We want to we want to make films again. We want to get back into it. And this was a good way, I think, for me to do something to kick us back off. And to do a small project that's not too much time investment and just get it going, you know, just moving forward with putting together narrative stories, even if they are silly and not very serious at all. Like some of the like dying of the leaves that we did in the past, you know, what? Not very serious and silly. Is that what? No, <laughs> yeah. this one's. Yeah, what you're not, saying about dying <laughs> yeah not as serious. Um, well, I, I, I get to thinking about that sort of <clears throat> uh I think I think the the sort of acting that I really like is, you know, the the improv type. You know, mm-hmm. I love I love people coming up with a character or something, and 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 I <clears throat> I don't like improv, uh, like like improv uh, scenarios. You know, where they're like, mm-hmm. here's a scenario, improv it right yeah mm-hmm. uh i like improv for the sake of something um yes like uh um let's see for example um i have a scenario like who, that who, i want to make whose line is it anyway do you guys ever watch whose line is it anyway uh, it sounds no, familiar I but i don't know Which, if well, I, have. Well, I that spurs me on to a conversation we can have after this but keep going well, it was like it was like you know, give them a a 
there there were ones where it was like give them a scenario they improv it and then there were mm-hmm. props and then there were you know uh uh scenes from a hat you know just they just like he reads you know uh uh uh, what what the, if if the Muppets were on um, you know Wait, they gritty seen whose line? No, I don't think. Oh, I'll have to send them a link. Right. Like if the Muppets I mean, I've, characters, I've I've seen clips of the show. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, stuff like that or um, Smosh Pit on YouTube done by the the people from Smosh. Yeah, where they're they're not very funny. There's, there's there's the one thing they do. There's there's some of them that are absolutely hilarious, right? There's mm-hmm. I think two or three of them that are just genuinely fantastic. I'll send you those. Yes, um, they're really funny. The the one guy <laughs> the one guy was an actor on uh, Disney Channel, and then he played on uh, a TV show called The Goldbergs for a while, and he is just absolutely hilarious and what you know the goal is is it's a you laugh you lose challenge somebody sits there with water in their mouth and they have to improv something to make them laugh it's really funny and some of the scenarios that uh they come up with are so funny um Mm -hmm. and 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 you can see the 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 acting chops right but that's the kind of stuff i really enjoy you know, yeah. I I feel like I'd enjoy it as well. Um, I wanted to ask you guys because when you you you've asked a number of times, and everybody, it happens to me all the time. Maybe Joshua it doesn't happen to Joshua as much, so we can talk about this for a minute. Yeah. I, I, uh, people ask me all the time, "Have you seen this thing?" You know what I mean, <laughs> right? And I probably eighty percent of the time have to say no. And well, yeah, is it because I don't I don't like I don't see a lot of stuff or is it because like there's just so much stuff out there I can't see everything and it just so happens a lot of stuff people see that I don't or what's the scenario there because I, I a lo- even with even I with got films, an answer for this I mean I I got an answer for I'm this. not a film okay Joshua chill I know what your answer is gonna be I'm what's not my answer <laughs> that much you're gonna call me an old man. No, no, I, no. I, this is what I'm going to say. Listen. I'm going to say you're okay, on the grind. On, let me finish. L- let me say this. You're on the grind, and I'm starting to get this too. Um, there was a portion of my life where I was just watching stuff, not really, not saying that wasn't working, but I was just watching a bunch of stuff. And when you get on the grind, you just tend to not watch as much film. You don't watch as much stuff like that. Um, you like podcasts. Yeah. You you like watching Joe Rogan. Every time I see you, I'm yeah, like, have I'm you... really in tune with the podcast. Yeah, I'm like, have <laughs> you seen the new episode of Joe Rogan? And you're like, yeah, I watched that like three days ago. And I'm like, it came out three days ago. You watched a five-hour podcast <laughs> the day it came out. And you're always yeah. listening to Joe Rogan because you enjoy that. Things like the net, the latest Marvel movie or this like really... um. This film that's good and I and it's enjoyable to watch, but came out like in two thousand nine. Um, you haven't watched that because you haven't gotten around to watch it. I just found it real deep on Netflix, or just because I'm searching for good films and I yeah. enjoy watching that rather than listening to Joe Rogan. But even even film people, even film people 
tell like will ask me hey you saw this thing right or are you excited about that movie coming out and i'm like what are you talking about and they're like you know christopher nolan or david fincher's new film that's coming out that everyone's talking about i'm like no i don't know about it and it makes me feel like a terrible film guy but it's like i i kind of live in a world where i just want to i want to do my own thing and i'm not paying a whole lot of attention to other people right Um, and and that's that's important i think you you gotta have your own you know your own way of doing things um but also uh I think it, it. I do think it's important to um, recognize other work, right, and be mm-hmm. able to take inspiration from it. Um, yeah, yeah. So while no, I you know no, you don't have to go watch, um, you know, Casablanca, which is fantastic, <laughs> by the way. Um, well- I want to or, say something after any, you say it finishes Wyatt. Or any any other, you know, film that people will say it's a fantastic, it's a quality film. Mm-hmm. You can definitely see the uh the 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 time and care that they've put into it. You know, like a, a movie like 1917, you know, which <laughs> Which I've heard so much about. Never seen it. I want to watch it, I yeah, but it. I haven't seen it yet. Um you know, it, it, it definitely, and for, you know, for film guys, I think what they expect is for you to be able to watch it and be like, oh, yeah, I know what's going on here. I know what's going on here. That's why I personally, because I'm a film guy, can appreciate this film because <laughs> I, just I make give films that to myself, you know, and, and that, that well, that's what people expect of you as a filmmaker, right? But, you know... You don't. Number one, you don't have to be a filmmaker to be able to appreciate a good movie yeah. or a good TV show. Um, but and 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 I don't think you have to be. You have to watch other people's stuff to be able to find your own voice or to have your own inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, let so, me say this so though, when, Wyatt. I know. Uh, yeah. He. You're, I know what you're saying. He doesn't have to watch other people's stuff to get his. In- own inspiration and all that but if you were gonna give him because he is missing all these films tv shows mostly films um if you were gonna give him one or two or maybe even three really good films um spit them out like give him some films that you would recommend him to watch that we should give him some homework um um, a little bit of this anime stuff like we did a couple weeks ago. He has to watch like five episodes of anime, which you never watched right. five. You watched how many episodes? Four. Okay, but that's that's close enough. Um, give him a film yeah. or two to watch before next week. Um, I'd say Casablanca okay. is, is really good. Um, uh, you do need to watch I, I have a list. Yeah, I have a list of stuff. So let me tell you some things I haven't seen that I really want to watch. Okay. I want to watch Seven. I want to watch 1917. Wait, say, say the really first one. Ex- Is it Seven? Okay, seen um, it. With Brad Pitt. Yep, and, I've seen it. Morgan Freeman. People. Yep, seen it. Yeah, okay. I want to watch that. I, I want to watch 
man, but like, gosh, I'm going down a rabbit hole now because now I, all I want to do is see all these movies that haven't come out yet. I want to see the new Batman like crazy. Yeah. Um, Don't think of new movies. I want to think see, of uh, something that's been out for a while. Oh, it's hard for me. To wait, watch wait, wait, wait. The, the, <laughs> the new Batman. Say it out loud. <laughs> I'm Batman. Batman. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up. Um, Dune. Have you seen the the trailer for Dune? Dude, okay, that that's the one that uh, people were telling me about today. That I was like, I haven't I haven't even really heard about it. Oh. Uh-huh. Watch the trailer for Dune. No, oh, we're, oh, we're getting okay. off topic, man. Okay, pick yeah, one okay, movie yeah. that so you have to watch another, before next week. How can you get week? off topic with Dune? Oh. Okay. What? Um, watch uh, The Ghost and Mrs. Muir. No, that's boring. Shut up. It's um, a good movie. I had <laughs> one that I wanted to recommend to you that I said we should watch. Catch Me If You Can. If I'm going to do this, I... But with... Uh, um, eh. Ew, I hated that movie. Tom, no, that's a good movie. Tom Hanks and Leonardo can. DiCaprio. Um, Steven Spielberg movie. Oh, maybe I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I heard that one's Tom, good. I haven't seen it, but it's been Tom, on my list for a while. Tom Hanks, um, Leonardo DiCaprio, young Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. And uh, Steven Spielberg directed it. Um, it's a good film. You should put that on your list. Catch me if you can. Catch me if you can, yeah. All right. My turn. Okay. Okay. Uh, you need to watch... I have that movie, Joel by the way, if you want to watch okay it sometime. Yeah, I'm I'm on Netflix. I'm looking to see oh. what they got. thought you had a DM. I have Catch Me If You Can um, if you can't find it on Netflix. <laughs> all right. So, I don't know. Have you guys seen Master and Commander? No. Okay. Um, Watch, I think I have. If you what have is it about? Amazon, it's on Amazon. You uh, Master, Master and Commander is an excellent movie, and it's um, it's a uh, naval warfare. Oh yeah, and it's just a solid movie. But it was kind of when it came out, it was kind of overshadowed by the um, more consumerism type movies. Yeah. Um, yes. Despite being just an excellent movie, but it's got it's got um, Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe, and Jude Law. Mm-hmm. No, nah, no, no Jude Law. You can tell me about all um, these films, but I think I just found one I'm going to watch this week. Not Jude and guess Law. what it's called? Okay. What is what? it called? What? The Midnight Special. Is Wait, it what? <laughs> it's a movie on Netflix called The Midnight Special, and it's got some big name actors in it. It's only PG. <laughs> it sounds like a. An hour um, and fifty-one minutes. You should sue them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it kind of sounds um, like um, they're two thousand sixteen. Uh, it's I think like they a can sue us. Adult film or something. <laughs> no, it's only everything got quiet all of a sudden. <laughs> it's <was> uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Yeah, um, trying to think of some other really just just good movies that I love. Oh, what do you guys think about the one we started we never got trailer? to finish was uh Lawless with uh Tom Clancy um uh uh what's the guy who plays on Holes? Shia LaBeouf um Shia LaBeouf. Lawless. That's a good film. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, listen though. I, I, Tom Hardy, I agree not with Tom you, Clancy. Guys... Why did I say Tom Clancy? Tom Hardy. Did you see 
the Mandalorian season two trailer. I did. I, I did, did see that. I did. Oh, I gotta finish. I'm super season excited. One. Yeah, John Mark hasn't finished season one. <laughs> I got John Mark. You John Mark. uh I got bored with it. You uh did you watch any of the Clone Wars stuff at all? The cartoon stuff? Yeah. Uh, I watched a little bit of it, not a lot at all. Okay, so 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 at the end when the guy cuts his way out of the TIE fighter with the with the lightsaber, that's not in any way significant significant to you guys, huh? No. <laughs> because that lightsaber is extremely recognizable to the people who watch the shows. The I mean, Mandalorian? Oh yeah. No, no, no! To the to the people who watched the uh, the, the um, Clone Wars, the, the 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 Clone Wars, and it's extremely uh, important to the Mandalorian lore. Uh, Explain it real quick. Um, that lightsaber was created by I think either the first Mandalorian Jedi or the Mandalorian Jedi who decided. They do have a lot of like rebel. lightsaber lore and diving into creating your own lightsaber and that's part of your training and having to create your own lightsaber and mastering yeah. the art of that too. That's part of it that I, I do remember because I watched a little bit of the Clone Wars, yeah. but um, never got too much into, but that's an interesting thing. But I don't know. The, 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 the dark saber is very significant for the Mandalorians in that um, it's it's a, a signal of uh, Mandalorian leadership, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and like you know, like the clan leader or whoever is you know usually the one that carries it. Um, but yeah, it was really cool to see that, and, and the fact that. Uh, that character had it, you know, was unexpected. Mm-hmm, yeah. Did you guys? Do you guys know about the technology they used to film the Mandalorian? No. Yeah, we talked about this on the last episode. <laughs> no, the episode that's going to come out. This next. Oh, week. after this. Um, sorry. Yes, after this. Yeah. It, the episode's okay, coming but after pretty this. much. Uh, pretty much, they. It's just ninety uh, percent of the Mandalorian was filmed in a big room. With oh, not yeah? green screens, not green screens. It was filmed in a room with new virtual reality um, video walls. Oh yeah, that attaches to that they build the world around you, and they attach with just a few things that you're going to interact with in the scene, and everything else is all animated, and it's a 360. Huh degree room with the ceiling that's all video and, and so the camera you, has a sensor on walk, it mm-hmm. so when they move the uh, the screens will will move like they're moving in some place mm-hmm. yes and cool. and so oh, it's got like perspective but even even the depth in the screens can sense where how the camera's looking and so hmm. like say you have three layers you have your foreground your character you have like a mountain that's on the screen and then you have an even further away mountain that's also on the screen yeah. when you when you're walking around those in real life those mountains are going to kind of grow in space away from each mm-hmm. other or they're going to yeah. get closer 
and the camera is like a person looking at it and it sees it the way it's supposed to see so it moves with it the perspective follows the way the camera is looking at your background and your foreground you your character there's it's stuff That's it's all over awesome youtube best. you need to look it's it up it's kind of like the way that they filmed uh or filmed but kind of the way that they um they created surfs up you know wait what really surfs up i don't remember how did it yeah i don't remember that up? do you not know that do you not remember how they did surfs up i have a vague joe did you see any of that I saw no, Surf's Up, not. never saw any of that stuff. So, so the way that they the way that they filmed a lot of Surf's Up was they created a digital um a, a, essentially a digital set and mm-hmm. they put the plants and everything in there and then they put the 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 characters in there and it was pretty groundbreaking and they essentially you know, for like a lot of those filming looking moments, um, mm-hmm. they had a, a a camera bot that just followed the characters throughout this digital set. Oh, oh, I did see that. I did. Yeah. I remember now. That was awesome. That was super. They cool. literally created a space where they had like a cameraman inside of this digital world that they designed. With yeah. the characters interacting, and you're actually filming like a television show or like a, a you know, what do you call it? Um, where you just got a camera. Like a documentary, and yeah. Yeah, style. And he's just in the world filming the actual stuff. That's crazy. I remember yeah. that now. I did see something about that. That was super cool. I really enjoyed that. Mm. Surf's Up is a great film. I like that film. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. That's a fantastic one. That's that, that, That's a good one, Coach Jones. Mm-hmm. Good one, Coach Jones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Frick. Okay. Um, but, okay, to wrap, I think we're getting close to wrapping it up. We're okay. at an hour and 15. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting pretty close. Yeah. Jamar. What movies have you seen recently that you've enjoyed? Or podcasts? <laughs> Dating me here. A lot of British uh, stuff. I did I did listen I did listen to some podcasts. Which one? While I was working. Um it's a like a creative writing podcast. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Nerd alert. <laughs> It's called. <laughs> it's called. Uh, it's called in a room with invisible people. And uh-huh. uh, they just they just talk about, uh, um, like, you know, organizing and writing and some of the pitfalls people have when writing and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah. And that was. What I are the what 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 kind of pitfalls have you run into as far as like writing and such? Well, something they mentioned was. Um, drafts and they mention this over and over and over again it's like a theme um do not change your draft yeah that's that's the big thing it's like um when you start do not go back and change things it's going to turn out ugly it's going to turn out awful but do Mm -hmm. not do not go back and change things just keep writing because if you stop to correct something then you lose that creative part of your mind that's just letting loose. Yeah. Uh, the, and something they said that I remembered was your first draft is not the story you want to tell. 
Mm-hmm. It's a means of reaching the story you want to tell. Yeah. And I thought so that it's was... it's like digging up something. The first few yeah. shovels aren't going to get you to the, yeah, the treasure. Yeah, it's, it's basically the first draft is where you let your imagination run wild, and your imagination will be... They call it the muse. They said your muse will be disjointed. Um, the ideas it throws out will be all over the place. It may write down story elements that make absolutely no sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll all be there so that when you do go back and edit it, you'll have all these great ideas, even if none of them make sense. When you go into editing mode, you can arrange them to make sense. And you don't have that ability when you try to edit your draft as you go. You get out of rhythm, basically. And I thought that was cool. That is really cool. Do you think that that's going to help you some for your writing? Yeah, that, that, that really helped because I have a big problem with never getting past the first couple. I always go back to change how it begins when really what mm-hmm. you need to do is just keep going and spill out just this awful mess of a story. That way mm-hmm. you get it all out and you can understand what needs to be fixed when you're finished. Yeah, that's interesting because yeah. once you get into editing mode, you have to stay there. And when you've come into creative mode, you also need to stay there. Mm-hmm. Dude. Yeah, that makes sense, dude. Did we lose Joe? Um, no, I'm still I, here. I, I can hear his audio. We lost video um, for Joe. But yeah, his video is yeah. low. So I think it's his connection because I'm losing it too. Okay. Um, yeah, I saw a good comment that was, uh, that was along similar lines. It was right, you know, you write your first draft. And then you go back through, and you might actually find a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> which I thought was—I thought that was cool. That is cool. You guys can hear me, right? Yeah. Um, how far have you gotten in writing your story? I know you've been working on it. Not very far. Not very far. Yeah. Eh. Not even a page. Ah. <laughs> what story it's, is it's this? One thing to is know. this a new one, or is it's this something thing. we've heard? No, this is Rim. It, it's one thing. It's one thing to know what you've got to do. It's another thing to break the habit. And they mentioned that in the podcast that like going back, it's it's a bad habit. It's like an addiction habit, and it's you've just got to break yourself of it before you can actually just keep going without changing anything. Yeah. And you've got to kind of. Yeah. You really got to look ahead yeah. to what you're gonna make down the road, and not what it is at the moment. Yeah. Well, if you found a podcast that you're into, Jamark, I'm not going to stifle that at all. You need to dive deep into this one. Um, what do you, what do you say? And I'm going to ask you questions <laughs> every week. All right. Here, here's the thing. I hate hearing my own voice. <laughs> Is that why you don't like podcasts? Huh? Is that why you don't like podcasts? I, I Huh? I can't hear you very well. You're breaking yeah, up. Yeah, you are breaking up a little bit, Joseph. I'm sorry. No, you're you're fine. Um, no, I don't listen to any of the pod. I don't I don't listen all the way through. I listen to some of the podcasts that we do together, but mostly I just if I'm listening to a podcast, it's usually the ones you guys put out on the YouTube channel. Yeah, um, that's very sweet of you, sir. I yeah I would say that um, going and doing a hundred and 
two episodes at this point. We, um, something I've learned doing that, I we weren't very comfortable at the beginning, but for me at least, and even when I hear myself, I, I freak out too. A lot of people do when they hear their own voice. Um, I do he- try to listen to myself enough to find something that I can critique myself about, but not be over yeah. over critiquing, being like, "Oh, that's that's so it's it's my voice, oh, it's so bad." But to critique yourself and trying to get better and talking in front of a camera or talking when you're recording and just be more comfortable. But then maybe just if it really bothers you that much, don't do it. Don't listen to yourself. Maybe yeah. do it a little bit enough to critique yourself or get better, but don't overwhelm yourself and to the point of, I don't like that so much that I'm not going to do it because something I've found, there's a lot of things in life you don't like and it just seems weird to you, but if you just do it, then it's not going to be weird to other people. Um, even a lot of famous right. actors don't watch their own content. Um Johnny Depp, we've talked about this in the past. Johnny Depp doesn't watch any of his movies. He's never seen any of the Pirates of the Caribbeans. He's never seen anything he's filmed because he doesn't like watching himself on film. He thinks it's bad. But Johnny Depp is the great, right. the goat. I mean, he's so good at it's, acting. It's like, yeah, I, I understand. You don't want to, you don't want to, like, especially if you're, if you're already an established actor. Yeah, you may not want to watch yourself in stuff because you'll end up critiquing yourself, yeah, and that you, may affect how you act later. You don't want to stifle your own abilities. Yeah, by yeah. thinking, "Oh, I should do I I should do this differently next time." And then when you're acting next time, all you can think about is, "Oh, that that nuance I have, I, I shouldn't do that stuff like that." You know? Yeah. So I would say, can yeah. you guys hear me? Yeah, we can. Yeah. Uh, can I, I just want to throw in two cents real quick. The way that I, I work to try to help myself get better is I don't really critique myself by listening to my stuff. Yeah. I usually just kind of know in the moment what I need to work on. And I listen to other people who are really good at it and don't emulate them, but attempt to be more, I don't know, quicker to the point. Be, be a better storyteller. Yeah. Right. Don't fill in words with weird noises and stuff that's unnecessary. You know what I mean? In the whole podcast mm, yeah. world anyway. And so yeah. that that's really what I do is I, I try to get tips from other people who are good at it and not yeah, necessarily right. critiquing my own self. Yeah. Yeah. I will say doing 100 episodes or 102 episodes, I've come to realize – Doing the podcast has helped me off screen or off recording too. Just talking to individuals. I mean, having a good conversation. Um, right now, we've talked about this on one of the episodes. I, I, we, me and Joseph and you guys too, we all have jobs that we work outside of doing the wise work stuff because it's not completely self-sufficient at this point. But... And I work a job doing retail, working at Lowe's, like Lowe's Home Construction. And being in retail, you're very like having to sell to people. You're having to have conversations to customers. You're having to be customer service focused. And 
doing the podcast has helped me with that. Um, it's kind of weird yeah, just because talking to people, just yeah, just talking to people, have talking to customers. Um, I I can tell because of doing a hundred episodes, I can um, tell when I'm not. I don't want to have a conversation with somebody, and I'm giving like not any effort to the point of they can tell that I don't want to have a conversation with them, or if I kind of have a good conversation with them to the point of them feeling that I, I'm trying to give them information or giving an effort in the conversation rather than me just not wanting to have the conversation. If that makes sense, what I well, said. Well, I, I enjoy talking to people. If I get it, if, if, if people will talk to me, I, I yeah. like talking to them. Right. But I think, uh, you know, it's, it's easy when you're talking to somebody one-on-one to really get to the point, get to what you're trying to say, have meaningful mm-hmm. conversation back and forth. Uh, I think it was fun last time. It was almost like a, an exercise of how can I talk for the longest period of time possible <laughs> without ever actually getting to the point. Yeah. Right. Uh, Which we should all do that because we there all was practice something. Like there was that. no point. Right. There was no point. And and yeah. and John Mark knows this. Sometimes I'll sit on my bed while Ethan's playing video games and just talk. Right. In, in some funny accent or something and just talk nonsense for <laughs> for a couple minutes because I like I like doing it you know uh, yeah and, and there are people there are people like that there are people who can literally talk and talk and and, and have absolutely nothing to say right <laughs> and I think for us especially it's hard to get into that mindset of what's what's there there's no point there's no they're not actually getting to any any anything specific i think and i know this is something i can't do but i think wyatt should try acting yeah like i think so too i'm gonna put wyatt in films if i ever get around him yeah like physically acting i think i think he'd be good at it wyatt has a very Maybe, I think I'm you will be gonna, too. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that you're uh, this good, mm-hmm. but he has a very um, Robin Williams esque way of uh, <laughs> <laughs> of of voice of voices and stuff, and just yeah. get getting into just s- the silliest characters. Why are think, you depressed in any way? Like are you gonna kill yourself in the future? Oh no no no, Joshua. <laughs> No. Be respectful. Gosh dang it. <laughs> um, no, I and and this is like I guess I a secret passion, secret dream. Yeah. Oh, 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 I didn't know about this. Is is acting? I've always enjoyed acting. I've always liked it. I've always wished I could actually Mark's do face. it. You know, be on screen for something. He doesn't tell me this. Yeah, I don't. Because he's never. He's never said. He's never said. I wish I could be an actor, you know, because because I, I don't say things like that, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't sit and 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 be like, my dream is to be an actor. It's my secret dream, <laughs> you know. 
my secret dream is is to is an actor right you know that's that's one of yeah. the ones that it's you know it's one Ooh. of the I've I've always wished that I could I could even just a little bit right even if it was just on a stupid episode of the walking dead you know if i <laughs> yeah. was if i was just allowed just allowed to run up and be like hey guys there's walkers coming they're 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 shuffling they're all on the ground all their legs are gone i don't know why it wasn't me i didn't cut them off i didn't cut off their legs <laughs> i i have them i, I <laughs> have their legs <laughs> i have I, I didn't do it I have the legs for unrelated reasons. Unrelated reasons, but they're there and 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 they're legless. But they're they're zombies, and then I get killed. That would be the funnest thing, leg yeah. leg guy. You I know think, what I what I think about is I think about what's his name from uh, from Galaxy Quest. The, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's not right. That's not right. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that that would be Wyatt. I could yeah. do that. It would be so funny. I Dude. really took inspiration from um, in the Galaxy Quest documentary, Justin Long. Oh yeah, you know the way he he's doing all the impressions of actors that he loves. Mm-hmm. I love doing that. All right, guys, here's here's the plan. We're gonna get Wyatt into a local play. No, I don't no, want to be in no, a play. No, that's how you he start. He needs to be in one of our films. We need to write a script that's specifically s- for Wyatt and a good one. What what are we'll you thinking, Wyatt? Uh, action, okay, so, drama, um, comedy. Or what are you be, thinking? It has to be okay. It has to be a dramedy. We know this. Dramedy. Okay. Wyatt, we, me and Wyatt made the perfect film. Okay. It's just you can't really, you can't really do it. it, it it's about these. I think we've told you this, but it's about these uh, guys, and they're fresh out of college, and they started like a tech company, so okay. they're filthy rich. Um, but they were, they all grew up together and they were all homeschooled Oh, and they, they all have one big weird dream based off of just copious amounts of eighties high school movies. And that is to go to high school, to go to high school. And they all look, they all look young enough to be seniors. And so they hatch this crazy idea with their crazy amounts of money. And they go to high school. To go to high school. And mm-hmm. they tell each other, and they tell each other, all right, no clicks and no romantic involvement with the teachers. And they break all the rules. They break all the rules. <laughs> and they have to, they have to dig themselves out of it. At one point, <laughs> we made up a, we made up a, they run a, they run a house together. And, and at some point, uh, at some point they did this thing where one of the teachers comes to the house because one of them spilled information that they weren't supposed to spill and two of the friends have to masquerade as uh, the gay couple. The parents. The parents, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This sounds like a great film. They wear these disguises they wear these disguises and they masquerade as the gay couple and one of the friends uh, gets into a romantic involvement with a teacher, but he's he's <laughs> he's he's so he's so in character as that, that he thinks it's wrong. He's so in character as a high as, as a high school student that he just 
he thinks it's wrong. He's like, she's he's like, she's under, my teacher. She's my teacher. I'm <laughs> underage. I can't be doing this, you know. <laughs> you know, and I he love just yeah. this idea. I love this you know? idea. And the others, the the others are trying to dissuade him from it'll blow cover, but he's upset because it's like this is against the law when he's like you know, twenty five. See, I've yeah. always, I've always, I've always wanted to play a character from like Boston. I've always wanted to play a character from Boston. You know, from Boston. Boston. You know, give me, give me a gray, uh, uh, sort of knee length jacket and a scully. You know, one of them. <laughs> uh, you know, like the the the, the classic uh, Scottish golf hats. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And give me like a put me out, put me out there. Uh, under under the uh, the cloudy skies, against a brick building, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> you know, what, I can play that character. <laughs> what was the name? What was the name of that movie? What movie? The one, the the high school one. I don't think we ever came up with. We a never name. came up with a name. Gosh, that would be. Fun. All right, let's let's stop spilling all the deets about this film. We got to save some of it for uh, the the reality. That's gonna come yeah. for the big screen. Yeah, I like yeah, that. So really, all right. So I know we don't we don't have a budget for that, but there is really only one way to do it: to really do to it, to really do it, and then film it, yeah. and then film it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I feel like I say that a lot to you guys, though. We gotta you know, do it. You, you know what? We'll really no. Enjoy, we'll do it. We'll really enjoy the movie. I'll shave from jail yeah i'll shave my face and we'll just infiltrate a high school okay <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll receive our we'll receive our oscars on a zoom call on a zoom call in, in prison and halfway through the call it'll cut out <laughs> it, we All can right. film it like office style it's like one of us has a camera and we're actually capturing real life interactions at a real high school <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's there's probably already a movie called Seniors. Yeah. Mm. We'll figure th- it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna think. Um, mo- I'm gonna have to title this movie. It's gonna bother me all night. <laughs> all right, you can you can title it, Maine. I think we should wrap it up though. We're yeah, we should. Right. And, um, I have keep an eye out for uh, the podcast on the video YouTube channel. Uh, we have a new one, one longer one each week with me and Joshua. Yep. And uh, eventually we're going to get these boys on it. Um, we just got to work out a few things. These boys right here. But we'll get there. We'll, yeah, get, we'll there. get there. Um, but we, we have it on YouTube. We have it here on Spotify. So enjoy it. We don't have the video on Spotify yet, but it'll come eventually, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, any final words you guys would like to say before wrapping up this episode? Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for and, believing. Yeah. Thanks for believing. That's from Hook, Robin yeah. Williams. <laughs> Thank you for believing. Look up into the night sky and make a wish. Think of me. <laughs> And seize the day. Carpe diem. Seize the day. Seize the day. Say it quick. We're ending, John. Extra credits. (laughs) Oh, that's a good movie title. Extra credits. Extra credits. That's really good. (laughs)
Dang it, we got to get off before friggin' John Mark spills all the good details with this film. All right. right. Thank you, guys. Join us next week for another episode. We love you. Bye. Love you, too. All right, before you guys cut, before you cut, before you cut. You guys haven't cut yet, right? No. Okay. I'm going to count down from three. We all need to do a clap into the microphone. It's going to make it easier for me to sync audio. Okay. Okay. All right. Three... Two, one, clap. I think it was... All right, let me do it again. Let me do it again because I did it earlier. Three, two, one, clap. Joshua. I'm, I'm doing it with you. <laughs> what do we say? Three, two, one, just go. Do it. Three, two, one. Okay, just, at no, least it'll just, be close. Just do it'll it on one. Just do it on one. Okay, we're, we're clapping on one. Okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> okay, okay. So we it's, we clap after one. So, okay, after one, just like we just did? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, three, two, one. <laughs> All right. I think we're kind of close. So it'll be close enough. I'll figure it out. Smile, my boy. <laughs> <laughs>